Depending on where you live, this is holiday season. It's Gerizemba. It is the place to be. The season of joy, cheer, and the occasional familial disagreement. Hello, lovely listeners. You are tuned into The Laird Experience. It is the space dedicated to the art of figuring it out, where we peel back the many facets of young adulthood, one intriguing layer at a time. I'm Maxine, your host, and today we are unwrapping, see what I did there, a topic many of us feel very many mixed feelings about, the holidays. It's fascinating, isn't it, that a season that is meant to be the most joyous can sometimes have us feeling the most alone or ostracized. I want us to dig deeper into family dynamics during the holiday season. It's a time when the generational divide truly shows up. You might find yourself at the dinner table having to defend your life, career choices, relationship status, or the unwelcome mentions about your weight under the guise of concern. Holidays can be a stressful time for all members of the family. So how do we navigate that? How do we have these conversations without feeling like we're on trial? How do you maintain your identity amongst the familial narrative? The math checks out and according to the APA, 89% of individuals state that the holiday season is incredibly stressful. For a few reasons, some have spoken about issues about money, missing loved ones, and the impending doom of familial disagreements. A season that can be about joy and celebration can also bring about stress and anxiety. This stress often stems from the topic that we are discussing today, familial pressure and societal expectations. And it's not just you feeling this way, it's a widespread experience. But before we dive deeper, I want to first say thank you to everyone who has been watching, streaming, sharing, liking, rating. But let's not stop there. Please follow wherever you are listening from. That can be YouTube or Spotify or Apple. I try to make sure that this is available as widespread as possible. I also have at the Laid Experience on Instagram and TikTok. Go and follow so that you can get your daily content. And if you haven't yet, please do drop a rating, a like, or a comment. Engage. It really does help me grow here. And I also want to hear from you. What are your strategies with dealing with some of the stress that might come up during the holiday season? When I was younger and even now, holidays meant family. It was this unspoken rule but as we grow we begin to establish our own routines and our own ways of celebrating and as much as i love and adore my family i think this can be said for anyone our family included humans are complicated beings and wherever there are humans there are nuanced relationships 
As someone who is extremely family-oriented, I have found that as we are establishing ourselves in our adulthood, there is a dynamic change in the family that can at times be seamless and at other times not so much. This can be extremely tricky, especially because we are at the crossroads of still figuring out our path. And then there's that pressure of having it all together whilst still establishing that you are an adult. What pressures do you feel during the holidays? How do you deal with questions about your job and your life choices? I want to dig into some of the complexities that we might go through and how we could potentially handle it. Again, I don't claim to have all of the answers and I know sometimes things in life don't go how we have pictured it or planned it. But sometimes just having some tools on hand can never hurt. I especially don't want to neglect those that might be feeling some loneliness during the holiday season and I think that you might find some helpful tips during this episode. So this brings us to scenario and big question number one. To go home or not to go home for the holidays? There's a delicate balance between tradition and individuality, especially for those of us who have now established our newfound independence. There is that tug of war of returning to one's roots whilst nurturing the individual life and traditions that you currently have. I am someone who loves to go home for the holidays, but I can admit that because there's a consistently changing dynamic, it's a bittersweet feeling because it's great to be home and have that sense of comfort and feel like a kid again in one way that you feel safe. And then there's the other way where you can sometimes feel infantilized because you are back in essentially someone else's home and have to follow their rules. And that can be incredibly difficult when you have established your own life and your own personal rules and boundaries. It's always an interesting dynamic. I know I've had conversations with friends who one in particular knows she does not want to go home for the holidays but feels the pressure to and doesn't even know how to navigate that situation then factor in the cultural norms and you have a golden cocktail for stress and guilt I can say for African households that you are home for the holidays if not where are you especially if you are not married and you know exactly what's going to happen on Christmas and New Year's. You're going to be in church and then followed by a family lunch or dinner. I mean, this is potentially a whole other podcast episode, especially for eldest African daughters. But how do you differentiate familial expectation from personal preference? And even if you do decide not to go home, it doesn't end there. There can still be some effects on your mental well-being, feeling that stress, feeling that guilt. And for those of us living at home, it's not really a choice, is it? There's that reality of having to manage expectations. The expectations we have of others and how we think the holiday season is going to go. Humans 
and our family included, do not change overnight. And the honest truth is the only person we are in control of is ourselves. So finding ways that we can practice self-care and creating our own personal space whilst still being deemed as respectful is incredibly important. I think things such as finding a space you can designate as your own, whether that is a quiet corner or your bedroom, utilizing off-peak hours. And this really has to do with really knowing what the schedule is, but trying to find some time for yourself amidst everything that's going on whether that's time to read to reflect to scroll on tiktok (laughs) all else fails headphones are a must it allows you to create your own bubble and listen to some music you love or stream some podcast cough cough at the late experience when you just feel like you want to get away a little bit Because at the end of the day, it is important to balance familial traditions with our individual needs. Now let's address the elephant in the room, setting boundaries. We've all heard how crucial it is, but how do we do it effectively? I know sometimes we hope we can do it without creating conflict, but the truth is if you aren't setting boundaries, you are building resentment. I saw this interesting video on TikTok of this young man speaking to his mother about setting boundaries. And I know sometimes, especially for the older generation, they can take it like you're being disrespectful or don't appreciate the things that they've done for you in their lives. And it's just a bit difficult to navigate. I am still trying to figure that out. But as usual, I like to peel things back. What is a boundary? And Psych Today defines it as personal boundaries are the lines we draw for ourselves in terms of comfort around others, which can be physical, verbal, or about our personal belongings or space. I want us to all remember that it's essential to acknowledge that these boundaries are important for our mental health and even if they might cause discomfort amongst the family. In this article, Alyssa Leah Monaco, she is an LCSW, and she really says it best about boundaries. And this is a quote I took, and she says, These conversations can be difficult to have. They are necessary in developing a healthy relationship with them and yourself. The end result of setting healthy boundaries with your insert family member or person you consider to be your family can lead to a decrease in anxiety, resentment, improved ability to manage conflict, and healthy self-esteem. Boundaries are meant to be a good thing for you and the people that surround you. So it's okay if setting boundaries feels a bit tough and even if it might lead to a few moments of loneliness and guilt. These emotions are a natural part of asserting ourselves and our needs. The key is to stay true to ourselves whilst being empathetic to our family and how they might perceive these changes. 
I remember having a tough conversation with a family member and no, it did not go picture perfect. It was actually a moment of deep emotional upheaval to say the least. And I wanted it to be understood that your girl did not want to have comments about her body. I just You know, especially when you know what you look like, you don't need the reminder. And of course, there was the victim blaming. It ended up becoming something that it literally did not have to be. Setting a boundary ended up turning into something completely different. And the truth is, even if we package something in the best way possible, sometimes it is not received in the best light. And you can only do so much, but honoring yourself is incredibly important. So when it comes to conflict, it's inevitable at times and the goal isn't to avoid it completely, but rather navigate it. When different mindsets come to pass, let's try and approach each other with a mindset of understanding and communication and even healthy confrontation. Remember, you are not on trial. You're simply sharing your perspective. Navigating conflict, especially within the family, especially during the holiday season, requires a blend of communication, empathy, and self-awareness. Obviously, as we're discussing this this is a very nuanced topic. If you need professional help, please do seek that. In the event of something else, I would suggest some active listening. We must speak to understand rather than to respond and acknowledge the other person's feelings, which can be hard, especially when the viewpoints are extremely differing. But I found that Sometimes if you don't hear what the other person has to say, they are equally unwilling to hear what you have to say. This is an extremely challenging one, especially when you are setting boundaries about something that you are so passionate about. Stay calm. Stay calm. I know, I know. Or as calm as possible so that at least what we want to say can be communicated effectively. Because sometimes when that anger hits, it's just word vomit taking breaks and if you feel like emotions are getting extremely high who sets the rules why can't we take a break and a moment to cool down and then come back of course making use of i statements i feel like when the male family members are sitting around and i am washing the dishes it makes me upset (laughs) this is just the example of potential boundaries that some people could be setting up is the potential that you can look for common ground but if not agree to disagree it's okay to respectfully accept differing opinions without reaching a full resolution and sometimes you might be able to seek a solution but that's really the best case scenario so i wanted to know how are you keeping your identity amidst the familial narrative it is time for one of my favorite segments the echo chamber and it's the time where i hear your laid opinions or advice so i had taken it to instagram and i was asking the girlies how are you navigating the holiday season especially with your family and this is what i heard back girl i am just late to the event to meet everyone lit and dancing just smile and wave (laughs) another person said i fight everyone who tells me i'm not living up to the expectations 
Another person said, I avoid that side of my family and enjoy my festive season. This next response is something that I think a lot of people feel. And they said, with kid gloves, honestly, still learning how to move by intention and not expectation. Lastly, (laughs) Stevie Wonder, I can't see. Uh, Now for real, I pray to God and I leave it to him. Either I crumble trying to meet them or feeling like a failure and I take my time to make them proud. Firstly, I wanted to thank you all for sending in your submissions and a common theme I saw were three things. Either the girlies were avoiding what was going on, which is like kudos to you, but do what you gotta do. Or still trying to figure it out, which is definitely a mood. Or three, I am going to come for y'all head on. And to be honest, I respect all approaches because again, all of these experiences are extremely layered and nuanced. Nobody knows your family dynamic better than yourself. So finding a way to use these tools in a way that's very authentic to you and your familial relationship is extremely important. So the reality is that we are growing and we are establishing new traditions and it can be a liberating way to make the holidays your own. So what new traditions have you started? Maybe it's a solo trip, a friends miss, or volunteering. It's about creating a holiday experience that truly resonates with you. In this journey of self-discovery, establishing new traditions during the holidays can be incredibly empowering. It's about redefining what this time means to you. Perhaps it's hosting a virtual movie night with friends or setting up a FaceTime with people from across the globe. I know that not everyone is surrounded by a lot of people, so this could also be smaller, more personal plans like a morning walk to reflect on what's going on in the evening of self-care. These new traditions can be a blend of fun, reflection, and connection. They serve as a reminder that the holidays are not just about how we have always celebrated in the past, but how we can celebrate them now in a way that aligns with who you are and who you are becoming. It's important for us to also, gosh, you're like, how many times is this girl going to say it's important? There's so many things that are important, but it's important to acknowledge that loneliness can be an extremely huge part of the holidays for many of us. I actually saw this interest. Yeah, I know. I spent a lot of of time on TikTok. Next year, we're working on screen time. And the girl was talking about how lonely it can be sometimes because she does not have a good relationship with her family. And she was explaining how for some people, their family is like 25%, 50% of who they are and what they do and when things go wrong they call their mom they call their dad they call their siblings and she doesn't have that so it is important to remember oh my goodness i need to find another synonym i shall find a theosaurus it is let me google some right now synonyms for important oh 
it is key how do i forget that it is key to remember that the holiday season can be extremely lonely and you are not alone in feeling alone so what are ways that we can reach out and create connections with those in our lives that we know might potentially feel this way i'm looking at you layered fam do you know a friend you can invite over to a holiday dinner spare time to have a facetime call with them or just small gestures that show that you truly care and thinking about their well-being i plan on doing some more research on things like this because i do know for example no more lonely friends which is this initiative to help people find friends so i'm imagining there has to be something similar especially for those who are craving companionship at this time Sometimes simply sharing your feelings with someone can open the door to understanding in case they didn't even know what you were going through. These small steps can help bridge the gap of the loneliness that we sometimes feel and the lack of community we might feel as if we don't have during the holiday season. So it is time for one of my segments. I was going to say my favorite, but I'm like, girl, you have two segments. How can they both be your favorite? It's time for what's for dinner, but this is holiday edition because actually I have a few questions. Why am I receiving messages that people love the what's for dinner segment, but none of y'all telling me what is for dinner? Two, for the people who watch on Spotify, let me know. Do you want me to make your comments public or not? Because sometimes I'm like, is this personal? Can this be shared? So let me know. So you know me, a girl is craving chapati, she's craving mandazi, she's craving mbuzi, she's craving kisamvu. Like the girl is craving, oh, some pilau, like I'm craving all of the holiday dishes, all of the foods that's going to hit the spot and leave the girl in a coma. So what are some of your favorite holiday foods that your family makes? And I don't want to hear none of this, like, I see the scariest stuff, like potato salad in jello. I don't know what they call that stuff in the Midwest. Tell me the delicious stuff, please. While navigating the complexities of being with family during the holidays, it's imperative for us to cherish the positives. Being home can offer a sense of warmth and security that's hard to find anywhere else. Embrace the familial support, shared laughs over old traditions, and a chance to reconnect with your roots. These moments can be deeply comforting and offer a sense of belonging. Remember that amidst the challenges, there's always small pockets of joy and moments of connection that truly make the holiday season feel special. I know I cannot wait to eat, drink, and be merry with my family. If you haven't yet, I would truly appreciate it if you dropped a like, comment, review, and thank you for staying with me all this time. As usual, please follow at The Laid Experience on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of the places. And next week, I want us to especially because it is the end of the year, we need to get into the art of pivoting when your life doesn't look how you thought it would. You know, the end of the year brings up all of the self-reflections, all of the sometimes somber thoughts. And I want us to always be that space that we have these kinds of conversations. Also, I did not expect having, literally, I feel like I'm losing my voice. That is between having finals and having a podcast 
I just feel like I'm losing my voice, so I apologize for that. If you feel like this episode resonated with you or it could resonate with someone you know, please go ahead and share it with them. To wrap it up, (laughs) remember that the holiday season is as much about personal joy and peace as it is about family and tradition. It's truly about finding the balance. I leave you with a quote from Brene Brown. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. As you are entering this holiday season, know that you have a friend in me, and thank you again for sharing these moments with me. It truly means the world. Until next time, keep unraveling, keep exploring, and embrace every layer of your unique journey. Happy holidays.